Welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great start to your Tuesday. Hope you had a, everyone had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Yes, it's considered the last two raw for many when it comes to the summer, but I'm sure that it was great weather here in the Mid-South. Hopefully it was great weather wherever you are listening to Locked On Grizzlies. Hope you had a wonderful long weekend with friends, family, the pool, cookouts, college football, so many great things going on. But of course, when it comes to the NBA, while we are in the slow season, the season there's still plenty to talk about when it comes to the Memphis Grizzlies. Yes, some decisions still have to be made to sort out the Grizzlies roster, but for this week, we're going to have some fun. The theme this week is is betting banter from Beal. All things on some of the more fun bets that many may be looking at when it comes to the Grizzlies this season. We're going to look at, will the Grizzlies finish at five above 500? What individual players could be the best bets Four individual awards this season. Will team records be set? Could the Grizzlies be elite in multiple areas when it comes to the NBA itself? All those things discussed this week through betting banter from Beal here on Locked on Grizzlies. In today's show, we're going to look at three reasons to be optimistic, three reasons to be cautious, and ultimately, which way you should go when it comes to betting on the Grizzlies finishing above 500. Many things go into that potential. We'll look at all of them in today's episode. Of course, my name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. I'm a credential media member with the Grizzlies, have covered them for over three years, all right, over at Grizzly Bear Blues, your host here at Locked On Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every day. You can find the podcast at Locked On Grizz on Twitter. You can also find it wherever podcasts Podcasts may be available, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app, wherever you choose to listen to podcasts, that's where we will be. We do ask that you listen, review, subscribe, let us know what you think of the show. We always want to provide content that is relevant to our listeners' preferences. Also want to remind you of our title sponsor for today's episode, and that is rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. So let's get right into it. So the probably the most talked about, and, and, and obviously uh, the, the most relevant bet when it comes to the Grizzlies so far this year with several betting odds now, including from one of the main title sponsors for the Locked On Podcast Network, betonline.ag, is obviously the over-under when it comes to wins across the NBA. And at betterline.ag, they right now have the Grizzlies at 41 and a half wins. And I think that that is a very reasonable mark to have the Grizzlies at. Last year, the Grizzlies finished 38 and 34 over an 82 game schedule. They likely would have been maybe 43 and 39, perhaps 44 and 38. So that is a pretty good measure when it comes to the Grizzlies being at 41 and a half, which if they go over, they'll be at five, they'll be above 500. If they go under, they'll be right at 500 or worse. But one of the things that really stands out is playing a major impact into whether the Grizzlies will finish above 500 or under 500 is the return of Jaron Jackson Jr. And that just makes logical sense. When your second best talent comes back after being injured for much of the previous season, it's always a positive. But how well Jaron will play will obviously make a big impact on whether the Grizzlies go above 500 
or if they finish at 500 or below. But the thing at the end of the day is this. It's certainly a positive. And that's the big reason why, that's the number one reason why, someone who's betting on the Grizzlies to go above 500 should have confidence in their bet. It's Jaron returning from injury. His impact as a shooter on offense, his impact as a defensive difference maker on defense. His two-way ability, he showed flashes of being a really impactful defender last year for stretches when he came back from injury. If he can add back the offensive breakout that he had in his second season, that'll certainly be the type of player that can make a major impact with John Morant and others. So the return of a healthy Jaron Jackson Jr. will certainly be the biggest reason why folks should have confidence in betting the over when it comes to 41 and a half wins for the Grizzlies. Another reason why you should be confident in feeling the Grizzlies can finish above 500 is there's some aspects of this team that are elite when it comes to comparing them to the rest of the NBA. For one, they were a top 10 defense last year, and now they're bringing back Jaron Jackson Jr., whose skill set certainly complements what the Grizzlies did last year when they were so good at being opportunistic and creating turnovers. Jaron Jackson Jr. certainly fits that mold, averaging more than three and a half stocks per 36 minutes when he came back and played at the end of the season. Steals plus blocks. He certainly can be another added benefit when it comes to creating turnovers and getting this team out on the run. Another area of the game where the Grizzlies are really good at on the fast break transition Jaron Jackson Jr. really helps to amplify the things we already know the Grizzlies are good at. So not only could you feel confident in the Grizzlies having a top 10 defense, but as I mentioned last week, there's confidence that this Grizzlies team may have the best bench in the NBA. They've consistently been a top five bench in Taylor Jenkins two, two seasons in Memphis, but we know that depth was a big asset for this team last year. and One of the deepest teams in the league. If some players can bounce back and some players can remain healthy, this Grizzlies team really could have the best bench in the NBA, not only because of their offense, but also because of their defense as well. So a top 10 defense and a top 5 bench would be a real boost to support the starting lineup, and you have to feel confident the Grizzlies can do both, and if they do both those things, a top 10 defense and a top 5 bench across the NBA this season, that'll be a big boost to them finishing with a winning record. But of course, the third thing just comes down to having confidence that this team once again will exceed expectations. We talk about now with Jonas Valanciunas being traded as well as Grayson Allen moving on as well. This team will likely end up as being the youngest team in the NBA going into this season. So inexperience may be something that, that is a bit of a hesitance for some in betting the over when it comes to the wins totals for the Grizzly. But one area where this Grizzlies team does have experience is exceeding expectations. They were in the lead for the eighth spot before the season was suspended in the 1920 season. They beat Steph Curry on the road in a play-in game to make the playoffs last year. This team consistently exceeds expectations. And now the front office is fully betting on the young core it's put together over the past two years with the hope that several players step into their expanded roles and continue to do better. With many players having career years last year, you could see that same thing happen again this year, and that would really allow for the
the Grizzlies to continue their trend of exceeding expectations. And if they've done it over the past few seasons, there's no reason to doubt them from being able to do it once again. So the return of Jaron Jackson Jr., a healthy Jaron Jackson Jr., the Grizzlies being able to have a top 10 defense and a top 5 bench, things that they did at times last year, and also the team itself, the young core itself, though many of the rotation players for the Grizzlies are extremely young, they also are very experienced when it comes to playing together and exceeding expectations. Jaron, the defense, the bench, and this team having a trend of exceeding expectations are all reasons why folks should be optimistic when it comes to betting on the Grizzlies to finish with a five with, with a record above 500. But I would stop short of I would stop short of saying it's a guarantee that this Grizzlies team will have a winning record. I do think that there are a few relevant reasons and logical reasons why someone may be cautious from saying for sure the Grizzlies will finish with a winning record. Coming up, I'll discuss those reasons in detail. There's obviously plenty of reasons to have confidence that the Grizzlies will have a winning record this year, a record above 500. There also is once again confidence to be able to enjoy all the great things about summer, though there's probably only a month left for summer. There's, there is a one main reason why, if you're someone that's kind of been worried about getting into social settings because you may deal with excessive sweating, there's a reason why you there is a reason why you should feel confident once again, and that's sweat block wipes. Doctor created and doctor recommended. There is a dry shirt guarantee. It works for seven days per use, and if sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. It's been featured and tested on The Rachel Ray Show, a bestseller on Amazon for over a decade with over 13,000 reviews. Get your confidence back in the summer through Sweatblock Wipes. It should be a part of anyone's toiletry bag. And if you or someone you know has dealt with excessive sweating, Sweatblock can be found in many locations. You can find it at CVS on Amazon.com. But if you go to Sweatblock.com right now, you put in the promo code locked on, you'll get 20% off your next order from Sweatblock. Enjoy the summer once again with Sweatblock Wipes. Did you know that 85% of people who play da daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're paying against, playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts, who have tool, more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head -head fantasy matchup. Your name, your stakes, winner take all, you have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. You are in control. Stat Hero is daily fantasy sports the way it was meant to be. One-on-one. -on -one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked. Sign up for free, and right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. Once again, this week, the theme of the week is betting banner from Beal. Just all the banter you can think of when it comes to bets. We're talking today about whether or not the Grizzlies will finish above 500. Then later on this week, we'll talk about what Grizzlies may have the best chance of winning individual awards this season. Could the Grizzlies set team records? Could they finish among the best in the NBA in certain statistical categories? 
All that and much more on betting banter from Beal, the theme of this week on Locked on Grizzlies. So in the first segment, we talked about a few reasons why if someone was going to be confident in betting that the Grizzlies will finish finish with a winning record, it's likely because Jaron Jackson Jr. is back. The Grizzlies are coming off a season in which you can feel confident they could be a top 10 defense and feature a top 5 bench this year. Plus, you have a team who, though they're extremely young, they've had two straight seasons of exceeding expectations. But obviously, there are reasons to be a bit cautious. And one of the big reasons why, for me, is Jonas Valanciunas moving on to New Orleans. Now, we've talked about it here. You've seen it in many places. How big of an impact will it be going from Jonas Valanciunas to Steven Adams? I don't think in the grand scheme of things it's going to be that major of a deal. But what I do think that it's going to, what it's going to result in is that this Grizzlies team, I strongly feel one of the reasons why they were willing to move on from Jonas is that they realize they're going to have to become more balanced when it comes to producing in the paint as well as shooting better from distance. Jaron coming back certainly helps that. The steps forward that you saw Jaw, Dylan, and others take, obviously DeAnthony Melton and Desmond Bain, across the board the Grizzlies improved their shooting from distance. But at the end of the day, they also still finished as a bottom three team in the league when it came to three-point production. The Grizzlies are going to have to transition to being at least league average in that specific aspect of the game, I think, for them to really be feel confident in having a winning record next year. That's what they want to do. That's what they're going to need to do for when they start making the play- playoffs consistently for them to advance in the playoffs. So while I am confident they will eventually become more well-balanced on offense, it could take a bit of transition. And with a tough start to their schedule, you could see Memphis kind of fall behind in the early going. And if that happens, they're going to have to work themselves out of a hole. So It'll be interesting to see how long it will take from them to for the Grizzlies to consistently be good on offense when it comes to shooting from distance to complement their ability to produce in the paint. The second reason beyond basically working in more of a focus on shooting from distance is that there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to this Grizzlies team in terms of what players will do. Obviously, with Jaron coming back from injury, we saw at the end of last year, he wasn't fully himself. He wasn't fully the offensive dynamo that he had shown the potential to be in his second season. Will he come back and be back to the level that he was in his second year? That'll have to be something that we'll have to wait and see. You do have some players, will they bounce back from last year? For instance, Tyus Jones, Brandon Clark, and Steven Adams. I don't think it's a stretch to say at all. All three of those players disappointed last year from their 1920 campaigns. So certainly the Grizzlies are hoping that players like Jones, Adams, and Clark will bounce back and show the level of consistent production that they have shown in the past. Hopefully you get the same efficiency from Clark you saw in his rookie season. You get the shooting improvement from Tyus Jones and obviously the two-way threat that Steven Adams is down on the block. Those will certainly be interesting narratives to watch. Besides players bouncing back, you also have the question, will some players be able to sustain their success from last year? Dylan Brooks and Kyle Anderson having career years. The shooting success from Anderson, Melton, will Bain be able to be as accurate from three as he once was with the league now knowing what he can do? 
All those things certainly do exist. And while you may feel confident that several of those questions will be answered with a resounding yes, those are fair questions to ask about at least 60 to 70% of the Grizzlies' rotation players. So yes, you do feel confident that the Grizzlies are going to have positive answers to many of those questions, but they're going to need for many of those to break the right way for them to have a winning record this season. And finally, the other thing that stands out to me is the schedule. Now, the Grizzlies certainly have shown they can take on a very crowded and very busy schedule with how much they played in the first half of this year. But one interesting thing to note about this Grizzlies team with as young as they are, this Grizzlies roster, the majority of their rotation players, they've never played a full regular NBA season. During Clark and Culver and Morant's rookie year, they only played through, I believe it was 60... 263 games before the season was suspended. The year before, Jaron Jackson Jr. only played through, I believe, 50 to 55 games. I believe it was 57 games his rookie year due to an injury. You have several players on this Grizzlies roster, several of the players the Grizzlies are ho- are going to rely on to be in the playoff hunt this year. You're going to have several of those players who have never played a full schedule. And though they showed they can certainly handle a crowded schedule. There was about two to three weeks last year towards the end of the season where fatigue really played an impact on the Grizzlies struggling. When you look at the Grizzlies' schedule this year, once they hit February and March, when you get to the point in the season where several of these players are now in uncharted territory, they're now playing basketball and amount of games that they've never played before, the Grizzlies between late January and late March have 18 of their 25 games, though the All-Star break is in there, 18 of their 25 games on the road. The Grizzlies handling being on the road a lot, plus a roster that is getting into uncharted territory when it comes to how much they've played games in a season, they, they them playing over 60 to 70 games in a row for the first time in a season, all those things are going to happen together at the same time. You should feel confident the Grizzlies can handle it, but it'll be interesting to see just how well they can. They were able to bounce back from fatigue taking its toll once they got to the play-in in the playoffs last year. Can they get through the eventual wall that you're going to see several of these young players hit likely in that February to March time frame? Can they bounce back from that or break through it this year. I do think that's going to be an interesting narrative to watch as well. So the Grizzlies offense transitioning into the consistent flow that it needs to be balanced from both the paint and in shooting from distance. Several questions and fair questions being there. Can some players sustain their success from last season? Can others bounce back from their struggles from last season? Considering how many games Memphis played in a short amount of time in the first half of this calendar year, will fatigue catch up with this young roster coming off last year, but also them taking on a regular season campaign, a stretch of games or an amount of games in a single season that only just a few players on this roster have ever experienced. I think those three reasons are relevant reasons to have a bit of caution when it comes to overwhelming confidence that the Grizzlies will have a winning record this year. So we've looked at reasons why someone should be confident, and we've looked for re- at reasons why someone should be cautious when it comes to their confidence in the Grizzlies having a winning record. What stands out as tilting the scale in the favor of one way or another? We'll look at that in just a second.
There are certainly reasons to be either confident or cautious towards the Grizzlies having a winning record next season. You certainly want to have more confidence than caution when it comes to your car with the winter months ahead. And one place that you can have confidence in when it comes to getting parts if you need them is rockauto.com. For one thing, it's very easy to use. Within a few clicks of the button, you'll be able to find what you need, and it's likely they're going to have what you need regardless of the make and model or the specific part. The thing about it is this also is that no matter your experience level in doing your own car repairs, someone else's car repairs, or if you need others to do your repairs, rockauto.com is also very cost effective. They are going to have parts at prices that you certainly can afford because this is a family-owned business. They've been in business for more than 20 years. They know that car parts can be very pricey, so they try to make things as economically feasible as possible. When you visit rockauto.com, let them know the Locked On Podcast Network sent you. RockAuto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need. Visit RockAuto.com today. So we're looking at the Grizzlies. This is our first show in the theme from this week, betting banter from Beal. We're looking at how much confidence or caution some should have when it comes to the Grizzlies having a winning record this year. We looked at reasons for confidence. Jaron being back. The Grizzlies having a good chance of having a top 10 defense and a top 5 bench. And the fact that this roster consistently consistently exceeds expectations as reasons to be confident. A few areas of caution are the Grizzlies transitioning to being more balanced and shooting from distance when it comes to offense. Several questions up and down the roster of which players can bounce back and will some other players be able to sustain their success from last year. And then the schedule itself, with the Grizzlies already having played a lot of basketball in the first half of the season and now taking on a schedule that many rotation players have never faced in terms of how many games the Grizzlies will be playing, could there be a threat of fatigue at some point? point later in the year. So there's plenty of reasons for confidence, plenty of reasons for caution. For me personally, for much of this offseason, I've been a bit cautious at saying that the Grizzlies will have a, a, a winning record this year. There's just a lot of things that have to go right, in my opinion, for this team. First off is health. Second off is either players who had career years last year sustaining that success, plus other players stepping up. But as time has gone on, I'm getting to be a bit more confident in the fact that I think it it's not in any way, shape, or form a stretch to say this Grizzlies team certainly can finish above 500. Yes, they're going to have to find balance on offense, and they're going to have to do it without the scoring punch that Jonas Valanciunas provided. But I do think that with Jaron back, one thing this team can consistently do is not only shoot better from three, but also consistently still find ways to get those extra possessions that they need to beat more talented teams. I think the Grizzlies certainly will find ways to do that. I also think that once again, depth will certainly be an asset for Memphis. Not only because their bench could be the best in the NBA, but also by being able to play more players than most teams do, you're going to be able to take a few minutes away here, take a few minutes away there. The Grizzlies have a good chance that if the team overall does start to get fatigued later in the season, because of the fact that they were able to play deeper rotations and more people earlier on in the campaign, they may be able to stay fresh. So the Grizzlies' ability to get Jaron back 
The fact that they do have good potential to feature their depth in multiple ways when it comes to their defensive depth, when it comes to their bench, and when it comes to being able to keep their starters fresh because the Grizzlies bench can play for extended minutes, I think all those reasons are why I now probably am at a push or a bit more confident on the side of the Grizzlies having a winning record than I am them finishing at 500 or below. You certainly hope the reason why the Grizzlies do this is because many young players step up. Jaw enters the all-star conversation. Jaren's in the most improved conversation. You maybe have a surprise contender for sixth man of the year from Melton or Bain or Clark. If all those things work out, you certainly have confidence in the Grizzlies being able to finish with a winning record. At the end of the day, I do think that the best answer here is actually push. I think that a 500 record actually would be a successful season for this Grizzlies team because in my opinion, when it comes to the young core, that means more right things than not went their way. But if the Grizzlies can see at all levels, John Jaron take steps forward in their careers, the supporting cast take a step forward in its production, you see bounce backs from Tyus and Steven Adams and Brandon Clark, in which I think there's a good chance that'll happen because with Clark, with Clark you've got health. With Tyus, you're going to have another offseason for him to focus on his shot. And with Steven Adams, you're going to have a more defined role where you're not asking him to do as much. You just simply want him to do what he does well. The Grizzlies can get those guys to bounce back. They can maintain the shooting success from Brooks, Anderson, Melton, Bain, and others. I think you have to feel confident that many of those scenarios work out in the Grizzlies' favor. And if they do, you're looking at a team with a winning record. They showed they can win last year especially when it came to them fighting through fatigue. They showed that they can accomplish a winning record and they can win the tough games when they need to on the road. That's the other factor that I think really stands out as well about this team. It's not just them shooting better from distance. It's not just their depth. But this team also has showed many times last year it can win on the road in tough environments. If the Grizzlies can maintain that confidence and that success as a road team, I think that's another big boost to them having a winning record this season. So if I were a betting man, I would feel confident to a degree, probably a bit of a limited level of confidence in saying that the Grizzlies will finish with a 500 or better record. And I do think that that is what many will say as well because of the confidence several folks have in the Grizzlies' young core taking a step forward both collectively and individually and for this defense and bench to show out when it needs to. Obviously, this is a lot of fun. Betting banter from Bill. Talking all things when it comes to some fun bets with the Grizzlies, their players, and could the Grizzlies even make some franchise history this season? We'll look at all that later on in the week. Once again, you can find myself at StatsSAC on Twitter. You can find the show at Locked on Grizz. The podcast, wherever it's available, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we will be. Hope you have a great Tuesday, and we'll be back with you tomorrow here on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast.